Welcome to the messages of Cornerstone Anglican Church. Part 1 of the Still Small Voice finished with Neil talking about the many ways God speaks to us. Listen as Neil explains in this concluding episode what we can do to hear from God more often. Why do we miss the voice? Well, it's something like this. It's really noisy out there. We miss the voice because it's easy to miss the voice. So I think it's one of the simplest things to do. It's easy to see. It is unimportant. It's easy to see it as trivial and to just ignore it. You treat it like another unwanted background noise. The neighbours are really noisy. Just turn it off. I don't want to hear. I think another reason would be it's easy to be alarmed by it. You're alarmed by it and mentally you head for the hills, I'm out of here. Hearing voices is not something one talks about at dinner parties. Our motives can stop us from seeing it's God and the supernatural aspect of it, and there is a supernatural aspect of it obviously, confronts us and triggers our unbeliefs. Our doubts pop up and we actively block it out. So not a subconscious blocking out, we just go, no, block that out. And then there are spiritual powers at work that can interrupt the voice. So the enemy, he can bring things into our life, and oftentimes these are good things that occupy our time. They occupy our time to the extent that our ability to be still and to listen gets less and less or just disappears altogether. Can we train our senses so that we can hear? So I think there's spiritual and worldly aspects to this. So firstly, the spiritual. Number one thing is submit to God. Nothing else is more important. When we submit to God, we just open up a channel where regular contact can be facilitated. We actually tune in when we submit to God. So God can speak to us if we're not with him, but if we are with him, it's likely to be a lot easier. You know, God talks to unbelievers, but he mightn't do it four times in a row to everybody. If you submit to God, you bring the worldly defences that are around you down. We all build up this shell of defence around us. The world builds up this hard shell that just repels everything. You know, we have the world is in denial of anything spiritually as related to God. And if we don't work at breaking that down, it just repels everything. Demand the devil to leave. So Jesus gives us this power. It says so in the Bible. So if the devil's blocking the way, tell him to get out of the way. So number three would be give thanks and praise to God. Pray a lot. Persistence matters. If you were trying to instigate a spiritual pathway to do this, then you would just start praying. In things like parish council meetings, that would be an obvious place where we would start. Everyone 
be quiet and then we start praying and listen for the voice and that's not to say it's going to show up all the time but it's a way to go about it and you're not going to pray unless you do the number one point which is submit to God so if you submit to God and then start praying lots of things can happen so pray a lot persistence matters God's plan can take decades to be revealed decades before I understood what was going on but he's there nudging me on the course that he wants me to go on except that God has a plan and a direction for your life and that positive outcomes are part of that plan if you accept the plan and then go with it and stop fighting everything along the way it goes a lot lot easier so in the book of Isaiah it says whether you turn to the right or to the left your ears will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it so the earthly ones the earthly ways you can train your senses number one join a church so get around some people who have some like-minded ideas join a church get a teacher and a mentor get someone in the church might be the minister it might be the pastor it might be someone else someone that you can trust and someone who knows God's voice so that's so important and so much a part of this process. Someone who'll listen and someone who'll give good advice. Someone who doesn't conform to all the world's ideas of what should be happening. Someone who's prepared to go against the mainstream thoughts. I found people like that in my life and they've changed my life dramatically. Those people help me submit to God, which is the number one thing. And then through persistence, in other words, keep going even when things are hard, through persistence and good spiritual teaching and guidance, I engaged in this slow process of just chiseling away the hard worldly shell, the shell that reflects everything except the world, all spiritual, all godly things. Nope, not going to have them. People would talk about their encounters with God, would talk about God's voice, would talk about miracles, all that, and they'd just go, doing doing just keep reflecting off you go nope I'm not having it that's your worldly shell that needs to get jackhammered away so that you can accept these messages and rather than automatically reject them and so that worldly shell of unbelief is slowly being whittled away and is being replaced with some layers of faith so there are times when we'll get the urge to step out in faith to go out on a limb and at times that can seem like a really risky proposition. So this is where the mentor and the teacher come into play because you need someone then to test your ideas against. So you need someone to provide counsel. So you go to them and you say, look, I'm hearing this direction, this plan is telling me to do this, it looks a bit sketchy. We find out from them whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. But it's important that we actually go and ask. We don't hold back from responding to the voice. If we've got some serious issues, we get counsel on it, but we still respond to the voice. So that's the number one worldly thing. The number two worldly thing is go for long walks with your dog. And if you don't have a dog, then go for long walks anyway. No, seriously, get a dog. My dog walking experience is night time and it's just a wonderful time to be out. You know, all the thoughts and the processes of the day 
go through your mind over and over again and things happen. God's actually spoken to me during that particular time. So seriously, get a dog. Practice switching off. So this is really, really hard for a lot of people to do. God's voice is not always spontaneous. It doesn't always just go bang and break through into your life. Sometimes you need to make space for it. If you understand how your mind works and what things dominate your thoughts and you're out walking your dog, then you could go, well, okay, how long does a walk have to be for me to work through all my world thoughts? If you have this 15-minute dog walk and you're just stepping back through the door and you've just run the day and the week before and what's going to happen to the week ahead, that's not enough time. So you need to go, okay, 15 minutes, I get through everything in the world, I need another 10. So I got some space to listen to what else might happen. And so I did this very thing. Men's group were tossing up whether you could engineer God's voice to come into your life. Is it possible for you to make it happen? I had this routine where I would walk the dog and think about anything random. And then I'd pray and step into the door of the house. So there's no time for anything to happen. So I thought, right, a super long walk. Pray first. Think about everything during the day. And then another 10 minutes. And then God stepped straight in my life and asked me to do one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever been asked. And I'm still trying to do that. But it proved to me that you could make space, that you could actually make it happen. Now, I don't think it happens all the time, but it can happen. Don't avoid silence. The presence of God can bring a silence, but the clamour of the world can overwhelm it. A lot of us are uncomfortable with silence. We don't feel good around it. We like noise all the time. We want constant entertainment. And then we can miss that opportunity to hear from God. They say that the first one is the hardest. If you're looking for the biggest fish in the ocean, it's a unicorn fish out there that you really want to catch. And a lot of times it's how to start a new process or a new type of fishing. And I would say the first one is the hardest. So the idea there is that before you actually catch your first fish, you know it happens because you can see a trillion YouTube videos, but has it happened to you? So you haven't experienced it, but then when you do experience it, it is kind of an epiphany for sure. Intuitively, I know it's true because I've seen it happen, but now empirically, I know it's true. I've experienced it. Now I can go and do it again. So that's the first one. You know, that's the hardest one. My challenge would be try acknowledging one word or one prompt from God and then maybe the next one will be much easier than you think. There's a tendency to put everything down to random chance or potluck or any of these sorts of things. But I truly believe God's got a sense of humour. I had this Word document open this afternoon and I was mucking around. I had this line that goes, it could be God on the line and not a telemarketer. I'm just trying to adjust the word. And I just go, could be God on the line, not a telemarketer, full stop, phone rings, telemarketer. <laughs> and I went, how could that be a coincidence? I just laughed. I just went, yeah, right, you got me. The way that God's been working in my life has just been 
such a gift and such a blessing. And I hope that if he hasn't spoken to you and that you haven't heard him, that you can and that he will transform your life like he's transformed mine. I think we should pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you for wanting to be close to us. We pray that our senses will be tuned in to your voice and that your word will transform us into awesome men and women who can go out and impact the world around us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear more great messages, check out our Facebook page or look us up on the net at cornerstone-church.com.au.